Welcome to Good Enough Parenting, the place where not-so-perfect parents tune in to be reminded that our kids are going to be okay, even if we don't always know what we're doing, are making a million mistakes, and trying new things. I'm Carly Aroldi, a family play therapist, childhood mental health expert, and good enough mom of two. I may be the expert in childhood mental health, but you are the expert on your kid. And by combining my practical, peaceful parenting tools with everything you already know about your child, you and your family will experience more calm, more connection, and more cooperation in your daily life. So let's throw out the idea of the perfect parent and remember that our kids just need us to be good enough. Because if you don't feel like yelling at your kids sometimes, you're not spending enough time with them. Let's jump in. Welcome back to Good Enough Parenting. So today I want to jump into something that is really close to home for me, which is why is it so hard to play with our kids sometimes? I hear this from friends. I hear this from families that I work with, which is I just don't want to sit down and play for a half an hour with my kid. It is like boring and I have other things I want to be doing and it's such a challenge and I hear it. I talk about this sometimes because it's so hard for me too. And I'm a play therapist. I live in a play world. I can do sword battles and gunfights and sand tray play all day in the office. And I come home and I'm like, please don't make me pick up a calico critter. I just can't do it. I remember once when my son was about three, he had a real obsession with Thomas. And I just remember sitting around the little train table and being like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't race Thomas around this track one more time. It's going to break me. It's just going to break me. So it's hard to do. We'll get into a little bit about why it's hard to do. And then also a couple ways that it's going to get easier for us. So I'll give you some strategies um, to make play a little more fun, a little easier. Before I get into that, I just also want to make a side note that I'm not saying that you need to be your kid's entertainment 24-7. This isn't about keeping them engaged and, you know, keeping them entertained. That is something that kids need to build that skill. It comes with maturity. It comes with development. But what I'm talking about is really connecting through play in different ways in your kid's life, not only because it fosters a strong relationship between the two of you, but it actually leads to better behavior. When we focus on joining our child's play world every now and then, it gives them a sense of connection and also gives them a sense of safety to behave better outside of the play world. So there's, I've worked with many families where the only intervention we've done is to increase playtime between parent and child. And when we do that, miraculously, everything else gets better. You know, tantrums reduce, anxiety reduces, um, parent enjoyment of their kids increases. So if we can kind of get past our hurdles to getting into play, there's a lot of rewards on the other side. So the first question is, why is it so dang hard to play with our kids? And that has many, many answers, but a big piece is part of our culture that we live in this like dopamine hit culture of what's new, what's next. Oh, I'm getting a text. I'm getting an email. I've got this bajillion to-do list. I've got this really packed schedule. You know, it's go, go, go. And there's not time for slowness, right? There's not time for recovery from things. And that's what play is all about. Play is about slowing down our worlds. So one thing that actually makes it a little bit easier to jump into play with our kids is if we have a little space for ourselves first. I know this sounds counterintuitive, but follow me a little bit here. If we take a few minutes to care for ourselves, and that can look a bajillion different ways. 
That can look like I you know, drink my tea in silence in the morning. That can look like I took an extra long shower. That can look like I sat on my back porch for three minutes in silence because I needed a little bit of quiet time. Those little micro fill-ups we can give ourselves actually go a long way in reminding our brain to slow down and giving ourselves some space. And the more we can create those moments for ourselves, the easier it'll be to slow down into our child's play world because our brain will be a little more used to it and a little less resistant. It's kind of like that old saying, it's like, I think it's a Buddhist saying, which is you should sit down for 20 minutes every day to meditate unless you're super, super busy, then you should sit down for an hour. That sometimes our resistance to joining their play world is because we're so addicted to the dopamine of getting something new done, checking off something on the to-do list, that it's hard to always see the value in it. But if we can do it, we're going to see the results. So here are a couple thoughts to shift how we play with our kids. And the first is what I've gotten the most positive feedback on in all of the discussions I've had with families in workshops and lectures. I call it go deep, but D-E-A-P, which is drop everything and play. This is a big one for parents that might be working outside the home and they come home at the end of the day and maybe they're, you know, kids are here with the babysitter, kids are here with their spouse or whoever it might be. And as a parent, you want to walk in the door and you want to just get your clothes changed, get your bag unpacked, get dinner started, get all the to-dos list for the night. And I totally understand that. But at the same time, your kids haven't seen you all day. So they are craving your attention, craving your connection and just literally pawing at you sometimes. So if we take just five minutes at the end of the day, if we've been separated from our kids and we reconnect, if we take five minutes to dive into play with them, whether it's, oh my gosh, show me what you built with your Lego today, or wow, what are you doing with your horses? Or, oh my gosh, what did you do with your Play-Doh? So just five minutes of this more intense, playful connection will actually allow you to break away from them more easily to get your things done later. So it feels counterintuitive. You want to get yourself settled first before you play with them. But if you reverse that, if you give them just five minutes of your undivided attention at the end of the day, they're going to be able to separate from you more easily and they're going to be able to let you do what you need to get done for the rest of the night. So that's the first one, which is just drop everything and play. The second idea to help make play a little bit more easier with your kids is to do something called be the babysitter. And this is a great technique I got from my good friend, Carrie Conti, who is a parenting coach and all around kind of world life expert. And she shared with me when my kids were really young, this idea of being the babysitter every now and then. And it might be a Friday night, it might be a Monday night, but this idea of pretending that you don't have all the responsibilities of the parenting world. And maybe for one night, you just grab a pizza and you do a carpet picnic or you watch a movie and you don't care how many vegetables everybody ate and you don't care if bedtime's a little bit later or you don't care that, you know, faces are messy and kids are going unshowered or unbathed. Again, we're not doing this all the time. We're maybe doing this once every couple of weeks or maybe we're doing it once a week if it feels good for your family. But having that intention in your mind of being the babysitter shifts your perspective of being with your kids. It's no longer about the, I have to take care of everything and I have to manage everything. It's kind of like, yeah, things are going to get done, right? That idea of good enough, that idea of good enough parenting. 
We do this every Friday night in our house. We order some burgers, we put on a movie, and we just relax together. And it reminds me of my babysitting days from my, you know, teen years of, yeah, I didn't really care if like laundry got done. I didn't really care, you know, if the house didn't get picked up at the end of the day. It was more about just being with the kids. So that's the second idea is just how can you bring a little bit of that babysitter energy into your world with your kids? And the third is just finding 20 minutes a week of some dedicated playtime with your kid. And that feels really small, but the results are really big. The idea is it's playtime that you can count on. So you try to make it a little bit of a routine. Like you might put it into your schedule for Wednesdays from 4.40 to 5 is my playtime with so-and-so. Or Saturday mornings before things get too crazy, I'm going to sit for 20 minutes. And 20 minutes is powerful because it gives you that time to connect. It gives you that time to slow down and you'll feel the effects of it for the rest of the day and even the days following that. So if it's something you can commit to for once a week, just 20 minutes, it can make a huge difference. I did this when my son was about four and my daughter was born. She was a little, she's about one years old and his behavior just started to get really challenging because that sibling dynamic started to increase and my attention was on this younger child and I realized he needs me and I can't be giving my attention to him the way I used to, but I can commit to 20 minutes once a week of special playtime. And that special playtime can be whatever feels good for you and your kid. It can be going for a bike ride together. It can be actually sitting and playing Legos. It can be drawing together. For a while, my daughter and I just took 20 minutes once a week to color pages together. And when I put it in my schedule, when I dedicated that time to it, it made it so much easier and actually something to look forward to and not something to dread a la Thomas the Tank Engine. So I hope that was helpful. So those three ideas are drop everything and play at the end of the day, be the babysitter and schedule it. So using those three ideas might be able to give you a little reprieve in the struggle of playtime. And remember that Even though you're going to put an investment of your time and energy, you're going to reap the rewards later on. Hope that's helpful and look forward to connecting again soon. Thanks for listening to Good Enough Parenting. If you'd like to learn four simple play therapy techniques you can use at home today to create more calm in your family life, go to paceparent.com forward slash play to get a free video where I'll teach them to you. And you can always hear more from me at Carly Councils on Facebook and Instagram. And if you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend, a sister, a spouse, any parent who could use a reminder that our kids don't need us to be perfect, just good enough. Until next time.